All right. Hey, happy new year. It is 2023. And the perfect way I can kick Wednesday Night Walker off of the new year is by my predictions for who I think the breakout star will be in 2023. Now, just a backstory. This is my definition of what a breakout star is. I could name somebody who has been down on their luck, uh, but they've been in the WWE for five years. All right. They're no spring chicken. They may be in their mid thirties. They've, they may be wrestling for 20 years on the indies, but to break out means in my opinion is you don't have to be a fresh young new talent who is uh just doing great you don't have that it doesn't have to be that way it could be anything it could be anyone it could be main roster nxt it could be whatever i like it to be and then i'm gonna name them and say hey this person is my breakout star of the year um i'm gonna name also a dark horse breakout star of the year and i'm gonna name some honorable mentions as well so We have a lot to get into, but before we do, before we do, I did want to thank each and every one of you because I don't think I've had the chance to do that yet. Now, we have been on, just just to preface, we've been on some podcasting charts, the top 100, um, in, in other countries around the world. I believe Ireland and maybe... Germany and just just some you know some uh some European countries we've been on their charts I think our highest we've been on the top 100 for for either sports or wrestling I can't I can't remember but we were number I could be wrong I could be wrong I'm just going to preface that again number 11 number 10 number 8 number 23 those are the numbers that are sticking out to me so we were either in the 8 to 8 to 20 ish range and uh, I remember we beat out like people like the Steve, like the Steve Austin's uh, show, the Steve Austin show, or whatever podcast he used to call it. Um, I believe now he's moved more for just the network. I think I don't know if he still does his podcast. I I really don't know. I did enjoy it though. I did listen to it all the time. Um, but we beat out like the Steve Austin podcast. We beat out um, AEW's podcast, their main podcast. Um, and it's just amazing to me. I'm like, you know, we, we created our own studio. This is a very, um, homemade project, so to speak. We're, we're not signed to a big label. We are our own label. We are the network label that we are hoping to grow and sign new shows. And it won't just be us. It'll be a lot of other things. And we're hoping to make this a big thing. But the fact that we're starting so small here in just, you know, uh, Chicago suburb, <laughs> just a couple guys who got together, me being a wrestler, uh, Cordell and Neil being just huge, huge fans of the business. Um, we came together and we created this podcast to really just talk about things, talk about wrestling, talk about life even. But we wanted to really give like this fresh new spin on the wrestling business and really try to be more of a character than we are... Um, a news reporter. We're not the we're not the dirt sheets. We're we're human beings. We have emotions and um, we have different characteristics between each other. And we just want to talk and have fun and show our chemistry and just be just fun wrestling fans. And yeah, not every episode's gonna be super fun. I mean, sometimes it's a bad topic. Sometimes it's a rough thing to talk about. It could be sad, upsetting. Um, 
Or we're just tired. I mean, we're humans. It happens. We're tired. We're not machines. Hell, even machines break down. You know, but um, anyway, I'm going to get off track again. That's the, <laughs> I guess that's our backstory and what our plans for the future are. But we made the U.S. charts. And that is something I really, really wanted to fucking do. And I'm not, I'm not trying to say, you know, the European charts don't mean anything. That's not what I mean. But we live in the U.S. You know what I'm saying? And like the fact that we made it to the U.S. charts. And yeah, we didn't get to the top 10 or the top 20 like we did in Europe. But we made it to the top. I think we were in the maybe number 80 80 something but the fact that we beat out thousands and thousands hell millions of other shows and we made it to the num like in the 80s for the united states charts is fucking phenomenal i don't know if it was wrestling i don't know if it was sports i really can't remember but i'm blown away nonetheless it doesn't matter to me which category the fact that you guys are listening showing your support I think the only thing I could be critical on is please leave some ratings and and reviews. If you just want to write a written review and be like, cool show, five stars, I don't care. Whatever it takes. I just, I really need that. It's like doing your homework in school, right? And your teacher would be like, you got the right answer, but I need you to show your work. Listen, you guys got the right podcast. You're listening to, the, to us. That's amazing. But you got to show your work. You got to leave a review. You got to show other people that we're somebody to listen to because... I feel like we're still just kind of floating at sea and we're, we're a little lost right now. And we're, we're really trying to nail that that demographic and we're trying to get onto to more charts and even higher on the charts. And not to bash, uh, not to bash Ryback or who was it, Rene Dupree. We beat out a couple of them when we got to, to the U.S. charts. They were right under us. And I was just like, what the fuck? The fact that you guys are listening to us more than you were listening to them and you guys know them from TV is just, it's amazing. And I appreciate everything that you guys do for us. I really do. All jokes aside, I really, really do. So I wanted to thank you guys so much for that. And I think now that I poured my ever so non-dark heart out (laughs) to you guys, we can start the show. So for my breakout stars, I, I did tell you I categorized it already for honorable mentions uh dark horse and then our main pick so this is just mine this is not i'm not speaking for cordell or neil i'm sure they have many different opinions they always do but for wednesday night walker it's just me i'm not gonna consult with them it's my own episode of the week so let's just jump right in so my honorable mentions and this is in no particular order for the women are and i apologize if I butcher some names because I have a problem doing that. Uh, there's one that I might. Uh, so we have Alba Fire, Ava Rain, Blair Davenport, this one I might butcher, Sol Ruka, I think, Lash Legend, and Wendy Chu. Now those are my honorable mentions because I feel like they're, they're right there. They're right in the cusp. And Blair Davenport almost made it to my um my main list uh albafire almost made it to my main list i just haven't seen enough from them yet some of them are from the uk some of them are just starting some of them have been here but just haven't had the right gimmick um like wendy chu just just i don't i don't know just the gimmick wise just has not really connected yet um but those are my those are my honorable mentions but my top picks okay my top picks are in no order again this is for, I believe, the the NXT version. We have Nikita Lyons, 
Toxic Attraction, Indy Hartwell, Roxanne Perez, and Tiffany Stratton. Um, my dark horse, my dark horse of that list is, of course, Roxanne Perez. I feel like the reason I picked her as my dark horse and not my main one is because she's she's on this come up. She's really showing what she can do, and she's getting really great reactions. Uh, I mean, hell, her trainer, Booker T, I mean, he was bawling his eyes out. Everyone's super proud of her, and she's doing amazing down there. And I do think she will be a breakout star eventually. I don't know if it's going to be this year. I don't know if it's going to be very soon, maybe next year, 2024. I don't know what it is, but I do see it coming very, very, very soon. But I do see somebody who might break out a little bit faster or sooner because she has been there a little longer. I think maybe she will get that push in 2023 to be that breakout star for the women. Of course, talking NXT-wise, is Cora Jade. Now, people people like to speculate that she is a page ripoff or that she is um, kind of that edgy Lita type of vibe. I think taking bits and pieces from people who you may look up to, I don't know her backstory, I don't know if that's who she looks up to as being, you know, Paige and all that kind of stuff, I don't know. Um, I mean, people even said that, uh, hell, there's, uh, there's AJ Lee type of impressions in Roxanne Perez, down to the things that she wears for her attire, the way she moves around. Taking bits and pieces, I mean, everything is a little bit stolen from somebody. I mean, it's art. And art is, uh... You can think about it in your head, but to just think about something that's never happened before is a little bit hard to do. So you always take bits and pieces and kind of create your own piece at the end. It's kind of like my little art reference I can make. But um, and that's totally fine. So to have to have reminiscence of these type of other characters is totally fine. And I think Cora Jade, she can she she's okay on the mic. She's pretty good. I don't think she's awful on the mic. Um, she has a good vibe to her and she can go in the ring. She's actually pretty good. Um, I see her moving to the main roster more in 2023 than for Roxanne Perez, just because of how new Perez is. I mean, hell, Cora Jade is super new too, but I'm saying to the NXT brand. Um, but now, all right, moving on to the women who are currently in the main roster, no particular order again, Dakota Kai and Io Sky, but... As singles competitors, uh, Raquel Rodriguez, Mia Yim, and Scarlett. Scarlett's a little bit of an oddball. She doesn't really have matches in, in the WWE, but if you're Cordell and you're a huge, huge fan of Impact, <laughs> then you know that Scarlett can go in the ring. And Cordell even says, hell, she was more entertaining than uh, than Karrion Cross." And I guess she also fought the men? I don't know. Well, that's what Cordell said. I put her on my list knowing what he told me. Um, and I was like, hey, maybe she could do something there. That's why I put her on my list. Because you never know. Uh, Triple H is much more uh, much more open to, uh, to, to do things outside of the box. I mean, hell, we saw uh, our first uh, intergender match going up against each other since fucking it feels like forever. So, I mean, hey, you never know what could happen under Triple H. So, he could bring Scarlett to the ring and see what she can do. Possibly. I think that would be a great idea. Um, but my dark horse would have to be Shayna Baszler. Now, my reason for that 
is because, like I said, it could be anybody. It could be somebody who's been on the main roster for years and just hasn't really hit that hit that uh, niche audience or niche audience. I still don't know the difference. Um, and just hasn't really done it yet. And I think Baszler is one of those people, and especially under Triple H, man. I can I, I know he's a big fan of her. I mean, she is someone who could do something kind of like a Rousey, but better. And Rousey has not been having really anything great lately. I don't think she's bad. I do like her. She seems she seems like she cares a lot about the business. Um, outside of the ring, she seems great. She seems like a good person, and I, I'm not speaking on her personally, but I'm saying character-wise and wrestling-wise, it just hasn't been doing great lately. Uh, so whatever's happening, I don't know. It could be just mental. It could be um, physical. It could be just chemistry. I don't know what it is, but she just has not been doing great. I think Baszler could have a better chance of kind of picking that slack up and shooting up like a rocket and being that top star with the title. Maybe. Um, my main pick will have to be Tegan Knox. I think, hear me out, I think she... She was showing a lot of promise before. She just came back, I, I think, from... I don't remember from what injury. I think it was an injury. Um, but she just came back. I hear so much shit about her. All I do is hear about her, especially with, with Neil and Cordell. They talk about her all the time on the pod. And I think she has basically the full package to be pushed as that main star, to be a breakout star, especially in 2023. I think this could be the year. I mean, she came back. I wasn't super, super excited. I was just like, yeah, that's cool. But yeah, I mean, she's doing good. I think we haven't seen enough of her yet to know, but this is just my prediction. I feel like this would be somebody that they would shoot to the moon if they were to do so. That's just my opinion. Now, jumping right into the men's category, my honorable mentions, which no particular order again, will have to be Briggs and Jensen, Charlie Dempsey, which is William Regal's son, Pretty Deadly, LA Knight, Rick Boogs, Cameron Grimes, Grayson Waller, Zion Quinn, and Wes Lee. Now, I put these guys in my category because I figured I, I can't really see them as breakout stars of 2023 from what the WWE seems to be doing but I think they would be good options if it came down to it like Grimes is great um all the tag teams I mentioned they're great all these guys are great they're they're good and Zion Quinn I don't see him as a top guy or a top star or somebody to really watch yet I think he has a good look to him I think he has great potential but I think he would have to do a lot of hard work in probably the first two quarters of 2023 to really pull off as, as some breakout star more towards the end of the year. That's my opinion. Um, you never know what's going to happen. And Wesley, I it's, it's tough. I don't want to be that guy, but due to his size, I don't know if he's going to be the world champion. I don't, I'm not saying he can't. I'm totally all for it if it ever came down to it, but also like I don't see him in that position yet. And it'd be a breakout star in my opinion. I feel like you have to be super great, could be in the main event picture with the world title of some sort, whether it's for the men or women. I, I think that's just the way I look at it, and I don't see him there yet. Um, not saying it can't ever happen, but I think the dude's phenomenal anyway. Um, but 
anyway, those are my uh, breakout star um, honorable mentions. Now, for my men's NXT talent who could possibly be the breakout star, I have one tag team on here. I have the Creed Brothers. They're doing phenomenal. I think their in-ring work is pretty fun to watch, and it's, it seems really good. Um, I think I'm still hung up on... I don't remember if it's both of theirs or if it's just... Uh, what is his name? Is it, uh, shoot. I don't, I don't remember which one it is. I can, I cannot remember which, which guy it is. Somebody has a, somebody has a move to where you will elbow them. I think he elbows them while they're sitting down. Like he runs towards them and like hits them or something. I don't know. I don't like their finisher. I I don't like that. I think it's, it's fine as a move, but as a finisher, nah, I'm not, I'm not for it, but who knows? <laughs> it could work out. They have some things that they need to work on is what I'm saying, but I think they could be something. Now, um, I have JD McDonough. This is a guy who's been around for a while, just hasn't hit that main main event level status or, or even as a breakout star for the main roster. I think he was showcased a little bit in the beginning, uh, maybe 2016, 2017-ish. But he really didn't get that chance to really do a lot. And a lot of NXT talent didn't. I don't know if Tyler Bate ever went to the main roster for any matches. I can't I can't remember right now. But guys like Tyler Bate, um, guys like uh Noam Dar, uh there's there's a there's a ton of people who went uh I guess you can mention like TJ TJP all that kind of shit. I don't know. Whatever. A lot of the 205 or the NXT, NXT UK guys, they really did not get what they deserved on the main roster. That's just my opinion. But I feel like JD McDonough or Jordan Devlin, I I hated Devlin as a name. It's a stupid name. But I kind of like Jordan Devlin better than JD McDonough. But that's just my opinion. Um, And then we have Dragunov. He's great. The dude is fucking phenomenal. And I really want to see him on the main roster. Um and Carmelo Hayes. Now, Carmelo Hayes should be, could be my main pick, but there's a reason for it, and I'll get to it. So, first, my dark horse, Nathan Frazier. Um, fellow Black and Brave graduate. Uh, we, I think he graduated from Black and Brave, which is um, run by Seth Rollins, of course. I think he, I think he f- went there and finished, like, a year or two after I was there. I was there in 2017. I feel like he was there in 2018 or 20, maybe 2018. I don't think he was, or maybe 2019. Hell, I, I don't know. But, um, I, I remember seeing him on our, on our feed. Cause we have, you know, groups and stuff. And I saw him and I was like, that guy's pretty good. And then I saw he had an AEW match on dark. And I know a couple guys already who have been on dark personally. And I'm like, Oh, those are, those guys are good too. I'm surprised they didn't get signed. And then I heard, hey, this uh, this kid, I think his name was Ben Carter, which always upset me because at the time my my ring name was Jeff Carter, right? And I was like, hey, that's uh, it's a little little too close to, for comfort, man. Because now if I debut as Jeff Carter, I don't want to be looked at like uh, Ben and Jeff Carter. I'm not your I'm not your brother here. I'm not your cousin. I <laughs> we're not related. I mean, come on. Um, I didn't like it. And I think that was, you know, a kickstart to me just wanting to be a little bit different. Cause I saw Carter after Carter being debuted in NXT and now him and everybody. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to have a character reset. And that's when Dean Walker appeared. So I thank you for that, by the way. 
Um, but no, the kid, the guy is fucking phenomenal. He's really, really good. And he seems to just be getting better and better. And I feel like he is a dark horse to look out for. He is someone who could be a really big talent, kind of like a Rollins. Um, hell, but he, he moves even faster. I, I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> um, but my main guy is Braun Breaker. I'm not going to give him too much of an introduction. You guys know who the fuck Braun Breaker is. You know, his legacy. Um, I think in WWE's eyes, if I had to predict what they're doing, because this isn't predicting what I would do, this is predicting what they would do. Braun Breaker is probably their guy. Um, Carmelo Hayes, that's somebody I would push to the moon. But hey, you know what? WWE is WWE, and like I say all the time, you never know what Triple H is going to do. But that's just my opinion. And I didn't want to put Carmelo Hayes as the dark horse because we kind of already know he's going to be somebody. And it could be this year, could be next year, could be tomorrow, could be right after WrestleMania. I'm hoping he debuts after Mania. That's just my opinion. All right, so for my main roster, and this is no order like usual, I'm going to throw out a couple names. Some of them you might laugh at, and I, I understand. All right, Austin Theory, Santos Escobar, Dominic Mysterio, Johnny Gargano, Logan Paul. We're going to move past that real quick. Uh, Solo Sokoa and Karrion Cross. So here's ones that might stand out to you. Austin Theory. You guys all hate Austin Theory. And I think he's going to get that Cena treatment where it's like, oh, I fucking hate Austin Theory. What a bitch. Oh, I don't like him. Oh, he's such a, such a bitch. Uh, I don't know. Whatever you guys say, right? And then he's going to grow on you and you're going to be like, wow, this guy's actually pretty good. And uh, I really want to root for this guy. I think he's going to get that Cena treatment because, you know, when Cena appeared, everyone's like, ah, he's okay. And I'm not talking about in-ring in ring ability at all. I'm just talking about character-wise. Everyone's like, ah, yeah, Cena's all right. And then, you know, he got pushed to the moon and everyone's like, oh, fuck Cena. Fuck you, Cena. And then he became the top guy, the face of the company, and, you know, kind of just went from there. And, of course, he had some backlash, like, let's go Cena. Cena sucks, right? Um... And I think Theory is probably going to get that type of... He rubs people the wrong way. I think it's because he's a good-looking guy. He's young. He's super buff. He's talented. And a lot of guys in their 30s and 40s probably hate the fuck out of him. Um, and I I don't hate him. I actually respect the hell out of him. He puts in a lot of work. He tries really hard. And he's someone I can look up to, even though we're basically the same age. I can look up to him and be like, hey, you know what? That guy, he's putting in the work. Why, why, why am I being lazy tonight? I, I should go to the gym. Because, uh, you know, sometimes people can, can get lazy. That's just somebody to look forward to, all right? Look up, look up to and whatever. I'm not going to defend myself too much more. Um, Dominic Mysterio, I think I have to defend myself. I don't, I'm not saying he's going to be, and like I said earlier, I don't, I'm not trying to go against what I say. I'm not trying to say he's going to be main event level right now i think he might be somebody to watch somebody who might break out a little bit in 2023 um to where it's kind of just like you know maybe he does something with ray at mania i don't see i don't know i don't know it's it's super confusing because you know they were against it at some point or at least ray was he didn't want to fight his son at the end and blah 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 but I'm having this feeling like he might, and then hopefully he comes into some sort of character. I just, for me, and I'm not a body shamer. You can look the way you want. It makes you unique, whether you're big, small, buff, not buff. I don't care. It makes you unique. It makes you who you are, you know, your look, your personality. I, I get it. I'm not, I'm not going to hate on it. Whatever you look like is whatever. 
but I can't, it's hard for me to take him super serious because he doesn't look like he works out at all. And it, that's, that makes it a little tough. Um, so if he just does that maybe a little bit more, it'll be better. I'm just, I'm just saying, um, and then Logan Paul, I mean, come on, the guy's fucking good. All right. I'm not, I, 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 I've defended him so many times already. The guy's good. And I'm not going to say he's not. So I'm going to, I'm going to put him on my list. And I mean, he, I think he almost carried that Roman Reigns match at Crown Jewel. And I, I still just, that match was fucking great. Um, Logan Paul might face Cena at WrestleMania. That's somehow sort of a thing uh, that's been talked about. And I knew it was going to be talked about because I, I listened to Logan's podcast. And um, and he was like, I want Cena at WrestleMania. Just like he said, I want Roman Reigns. And he, he got it. And I'm thinking it's not because he gets what he wants. I'm thinking they, they, they obviously know what's going to happen. They have this uh, scheduled already on at least some sort of sheet of paper that they keep <laughs> where they're like rough drafting this shit. I think Logan Paul might be already in plans to face John Cena, obviously. I mean, you guys know how this stuff works. So I think that's how it's going to be. And then, of course, Solo Sokoa, Karrion Cross. Karrion Cross is a little bit iffy. He's not really hitting base with a lot of guys, especially here at the Marketing Out Network. A lot of people here say uh, he's not super entertaining. I think he's good. But I do see what they mean. He just, he's not, I'm not excited to watch him yet for some reason. And that's what happened to me when I watched him in NXT. I'm like, yeah, he's good. He's just, I don't sit there and I have to stop in my tracks and go, oh, let me watch this real quick. You know, Carrion's on, you know, I don't do, I don't do that. Um, But I think he could get there if he really tried something new. I don't know. There's something about it. I don't know what it is, but there is something about it that just isn't working. But he's on my list anyway, solo dude's fucking doing phenomenal he's doing great he's improved already tremendously on the main roster compared to when he was in nxt and of course because he's facing guys who are helping him and teaching him and all that kind of stuff so he's somebody to look out for now to the to the main event let's let's talk about the breakout star and let's talk about the dark horse now my dark horse i'm not going to use his ring name right now I'm going to use his good ring name, and that is Pete Dunn. I think, here's my idea. I'm hoping, I should say I'm hoping, because I don't know what they're going to do. I'm hoping what they do with Pete Dunn is they change his name from Butch to Pete Dunn. They give him the IC title or some shit, and he just fucking kills it. Kind of like kind of like um, how... how Walter or um, Gunther is doing right now and I'm mentioning that name on purpose because he is my breakout star of 2023. I think Walter yeah he's been already kind of been a breakout so to speak but I think he is going to be hopefully world champion by the end of 2023. I could be wrong I could be far off but I'm really hoping Walter slash Gunther um, I guess I should just call him Gunther, or as Neil likes to pronounce it, Gunther, because he likes to be, you know, he likes to be extra. Um, I think him with the Imperium will be the breakout of 2023. What I'm hoping is Roman Reigns, I'm not saying the bloodline thing has to end because it's the best thing that's ever happened to Roman Reigns and the Usos, uh, hell, and Sami Zayn. It's probably the best thing that's ever happened to them, and I find it still still entertaining. It had its low points, but 
I still find it super entertaining and it makes me want to tune into SmackDown. Hell, even now Raw is having them on there because they know it's it's great for the ratings. Um, they they keep just implementing new shit. They brought Solo in. They 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 have not failed after after this long on top, and that's a very tough tough thing to do. I mean, come on, this is a business. Think about that. That's a, it's a fucking business, and they've been on top for years. Not just a year, not just this year, not just this month, uh, like two, two to two and a half, two, two, two to three, whatever, like two years, over two years they have been on top and that's, that's fucking amazing. Okay. So I'm not hating on it, but I do feel like it might drop off in 2023. And I think that's going to have to lead to somebody picking it up. And I, I, I really want to see imperium as a whole pick it up kind of in the place of the bloodline imperium tag champs uh gunther world champ i want to see it happen i'm not gonna say you know gunther's not gonna beat roman reigns for the title at wrestlemania i'm not saying that because it's probably gonna be either Rhodes or the rock who will uh, face face him at wrestlemania but at some point this year i don't know who he's gonna face i don't know what's gonna happen but that's my prediction that I think he will be the breakout star of 2023. Um, now, how much how much we at? Okay, I think right now it's about time to wrap it up. Uh, you you if you're driving to work or driving you know, around, I don't I don't know, or doing chores. I'm sure you're mostly done with your chores by now, or you're at your destination. So anyway, <laughs> I'm gonna let you guys go. Enjoy your days. Enjoy your week. Enjoy the new year. I hope you guys are all doing great healthy, successful, happy, whatever the case may be. I hope you guys are hanging in there. And hell, if you listen to us to cope, so be it. Hopefully it works for you too. I can't imagine helping people. I'm sure there's some people out there. I I guess I do maybe. I I don't know. Anyway, um, again, to reiterate, hope you guys are doing great. And thank you so much for getting us on the U.S. charts in our debut year in 2022 that's amazing our debut year so i wanted to thank you guys for that again and i will see you this weekend in the next episode